sonicjournal.tumblr.com, blog entry, bike mic, close-up sounds of the trails. The idea to bring new and interesting sonic worlds into my practice is an ongoing journey. And with the concept of binaural and spatial audio in mind, and the ability to put the listener at the centre of a sonic stage to experience a soundscape from within rather than as a forward observer, my thoughts led me to a favourite activity of mine, cycling. I like to ride trails and hills, so mostly off-road and away from traffic. My daily ride involves quite a few hills, both up and down, quite steep at times. And for me, getting out on the bike isn't simply a means of clocking up the cardio exercise. It's a switch off from being indoors, in front of the screen, and a jump into an ever-changing natural soundscape. Dusty climbs, negotiating tight switchbacks, carrying the bike up and over rock gardens, and finally ascending to the beacon high point, only to descend in a fraction of the time. I am connected to the bike, and the bike is connected to the earth below the tyres. The wind and rain fight me on certain corners. Then the sun bakes my back and raises my heat levels, making me wish I'd opted for that summer jersey. This is a fully immersive experience that takes in all weather conditions, incredible sights of nature, kestrels still overhead, hunting from above, deer dashing across the trail, packs of carrion playing with the winds through the early morning fog. For most of the year, the ride is quiet, but there is a sonic journey and a clear soundscape playing out each and every time I'm on the bike. My challenge is to capture the sounds of the bike, of the trails and of the journey and the changing soundscape I'm a part of for a short time each day. tech and the setup. There are many ways to skin a cat, as it's said by some. This pretty much sums up sound recording actually. You realise that there's not always a correct way to do it and miking up a bike is a pretty good case in point. Although thankfully being both a sound recordist and cyclist I had a fairly well informed start point which included keeping the following factors firmly in mind. Wind noise, reduction of, weight, wires, the three W's. There's also a fourth, dynamic range, albeit not a W. So I knew I would need a compact, lightweight, wind-protected recording solution, a very wide dynamic range capability. In essence, the recorder and microphone had to be attached to the bike and not get in the way or fall off mid-ride. All very important stuff in order to capture good, clean sound. The dynamic range factor is born out of the difference in input level between quiet climbs and rumbling speedy downhill sections. Audio limiters would work to tame the loud sections, but I prefer to use limiters sparingly and not to slam the hell out of the input signal for sustained periods of time, which exactly this would do as it gets very loud going downhills. 
I also was very aware that ideally I didn't want to be carrying any recording equipment in my backpack. Partly so I wouldn't smash it up if I came off. Not that this would happen, of course, but could. And partly due to the weight factor hindering my progress, uh, as I do like to ride light, carrying only the basics. Another factor would be cables as well. Really don't want to be tethered to the bike through a microphone cable that could get caught in something, caught on a tree or bush or anything like that. It wouldn't be good. In the end, a solution presented itself to me while searching for something else kit-wise. It was a tiny single-channel 32-bit float recorder made by Zoom, the F2. I have used and owned Zoom kit before, although it wasn't the 32-bit recorders that they're currently making now. The impressive battery life and the small form factor of this unit made it stand out as a real contender. Seriously tiny, will record for ages and has an insane amount of headroom due to the 32-bit recording capability, allowing for a clean capture of both the very quiet and the very loud without the need for riding the input gain. When looking at wind protection options, the mic was quite large for a lav say in comparison to uh, one of the smaller DPA 40 or 60 series. So I decided to create a made-to-measure wind jammer with a perfect fit rather than use one that I've already used on other similar small microphones. What I did make actually worked really well and I've obviously got it now to use for future similar recording sessions. When deciding on where to place the mic, I was keen to capture drive chain tyre and gear sounds while not being in full force of the wind, so opted for a rear-facing mount just behind and below the seat post. So this also allowed for a short cable run to the recorder and less chance of any tangles occurring with cables. The results ongoing. For a trial run, I was quite impressed. The mic picked up a good mix of tyre and track sound, the gears changing, the chain, as well as a little of the overall ambience of the surroundings. Although the main focus was the moving tyre on ground and drivetrain. The dynamic range used was, as expected, very wide, and the microphone handled this surprisingly well, given that it was the built-in unit that came with the recorder. Fast downhill sections were huge on the rumble, yet there was still a good amount of clarity. Wind noise was present, although not overblown. Interestingly, there was a natural hum and tone to the bike, deriving from the mechanics of everything moving and the resonance of the tyres moving over the ground. Most importantly, this was a very usable recording. Future tweaks. Of course, with a single microphone, the output was mono, not stereo. But on the plus side, a mono signal can be positioned in space for binaural or multi-channel mixing, or panned in conventional stereo mix, making for interesting options for manipulation and movement, adding a feel of a journey to the actual recording if this was required. Looking forward, there is an option for adding an additional mono mic, perhaps on my clothing or jersey, to capture me getting progressively more tired, puffing, panting and occasional swearing, which would be good because the mount that I did use was behind the seat. So if I was to say anything, it would be 
audible but not clear. The mix of a body-mounted mic and close bike mic could make for an interesting blend, bringing a clear human element into the mix. This would also allow for a separate narration of the journey, should I be inspired to add such a thing, or perhaps even a journey that included intended speech, poetry, song, that kind of thing, for example, which could be quite nice. A further test would be to rig a stereo pair in addition to the mono mic via the handlebars or even backpack mounted to bring a sense of space to the mono signal, which would be a really interesting thing to explore next. Of course, I would need a two-channel recorder for that as well as the single-channel recorder that I did use for this test. To be continued... Side channel. Side channel. Side channel. Side channel. Side channel. 